Are you ready? I am ready. <clears throat> All right, here we go. All right. Hack it up, man. Hack it up. <laughs> Clean off the microphone. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Welcome to the Greatest List Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts Jason and Eric are counting down the top 25 guitar solos of the 80s and the top 25 guitar solos of the 90s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome back to season two of Greatest Lists, a music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time. I am Jason, your host for this episode, and joining me, as always, it's my co-host, Eric. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. Hey, let me let you in on a little secret, okay? Just get a little closer to the microphone. Okay. They say to really free your body, <laughs> no, 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 you've got to free your mind. Why didn't I, I? I fell for it again. So come on. Why did you do this to me? Check this out. <laughs> But before you check this out, here's a little plug that we got to put in here. Oh, yeah. This episode is sponsored by HalloweenCostumes.com. Ah. It features the largest online selection of Halloween costumes on the web. And that is a true statement. Okay. And speaking of the 80s, since we're in the 80s, Eric, they've got a lot of 80s music costumes over there. Really? Uh, everything from salt and pepper to kiss. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, if you can think about it, if it's a popular, you know, musician from back in the day, Madonna, uh, how Prince. Does, how does one dress up as salt and pepper? You got that, uh, like, leather jacket that's uh, yellow and white and red, oh you know? Oh, my god! The big red boots and the black spandex pants. Dude, if we lived in the same town, you and I would go with salt and pepper. <laughs> I don't know about that. But <laughs> no, I, I just <laughs> I just saw over there too on HalloweenCostumes.com. They have a slash hat, and I think the wig, the hair comes with nice. it too. <laughs> so if you want to, you know, find some ripped jeans and a, I will jean just wear that just and, every day. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Why not, man? I mean, why not? <laughs> Uh, yeah, just there's a just a ton of costumes over there. If if you want to, you know, do something music related this year, MC Hammer. Oh, they got the MC Hammer oh, pants over there. Well, I used to have those without being a costume. <laughs> I'm not even lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, heavy metal stuff. You want to go with Axel? They have an Axel. Oh God! A get up too with the bandana, you know, and the. Zubaz pants. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or this is great too. If you just want to go as a huge boom box, you can do that as well. <laughs> That's the best so. right there. Anyway, the nice. best part is you use the link in our show notes. You're going to save 15% off everything in your cart. And it's real easy. You click over. You really don't even have to do anything like enter a code. You know, some sites you got to enter this promo code, whatever. The savings are already in your cart when you click over and use that link in the show notes. But you got to do it before Halloween, October 31st. That's when it expires. But Spooky season is upon us. Thank you, HalloweenCostumes.com, for yes. sponsoring us again and the Retro Network again. We're so happy to partner with them and lots of great stuff over there, guys. So make sure you go check that out. All right. 
Now we can check this out. We are continuing our season two list of the top 25 guitar solos of the 80s with the song from 1988 and the album New Jersey coming in at number 20. It's Lay Your Hands on Me by Bon Jovi. Behind the music. So our spotlight today is on guitarist Richard Steven Sambora. Richie to his friends, of course. (laughs) Inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with his bandmates in 2018. It was a long road that started at age six when he was playing accordion. (laughs) (laughs) I can't see that. (laughs) No. He... uh, he was uh, another one in our list of guitar players, essentially, that was affected by the death of Jimi Hendrix and decided at age 12 to pick up the guitar. Uh, he also now plays many other instruments, drums, bass, saxophone, and piano, which I did not know about him. But, wow. Uh, I guess you could uh, add a talk box to that as well. Yes. Uh, Sam Boris' professional career started out as a guitarist for the band Message that put out an independent record called Lessons in 1982. He was later in the band Mercy, which was signed to the Led Zeppelin-owned record label Swan Song Records. And then later, uh, he was later in Duke Williams and the Extremes, which I had, uh, I guess it was uh, uh, another band. I hadn't really looked that one up. Uh, He actually was part owner of a club in New Jersey at age 19 and owned his own independent record label, Dream Disc Records. Uh, He first professionally started touring as an opening act for Joe Cocker in the early 80s, and then shortly before joining Bon Jovi, get this, Sambora unsuccessfully auditioned for Kiss to be Ace Frehley's replacement. Yeah, that I knew. I did not know that one. So uh, he... Joined uh, Bon Jovi in 1983, replacing the band's original lead guitarist, Dave Sabo, who went on to form Skid Row. Yep. Uh, Sambora was impressed with Bon Jovi after seeing the band perform live, describing the band as magic, and he subsequently approached John backstage and gave him a verbal uh, resume. Though Sambora initially believed that John wasn't interested in him, he received a phone call several days later inviting him to rehearse with the band. When John arrived and heard the band with Sambora, he hired him on the spot. Uh, that night, the pair returned to Bon Jovi's mother's house and wrote the songs Come Back and Burning Love, both of which appeared on the band's debut album. Yep. So there's a little history there. Uh, he all, has also released three solo albums, which I didn't know. Stranger in This Town in 91, Uncovered Soul in 98, and Aftermath of the Lowdown in September of 2012. Yeah, that first one one is hot, too. Is it? Okay. Oh, my gosh, yes. Uh, Here's a fun fact. Sambora composed the television theme songs for Entertainment Tonight and The Insider. (laughs) Did not know that. I I learned a lot (laughs) going back and learning up Mr. He's a man uh, of many talents. Richard Steven Sambora. Richard Um, Steven, a man of many talents. He departed Bon Jovi in 2013 and has only played with them once since then, and that was at the Rock Hall ceremony. He has stated that his reason for leaving the band was in order to give his family more of his attention. So nothing, didn't didn't have a big fallout there as far as I can tell. But um, 
so family reasons is why he left. He's been known to use a wide variety of guitars throughout his career. He has an extensive collection, over 130, uh, about a third of which are Fender Strat models. Uh, but when I think of Sam Bohr, I picture him with that double neck, yeah. either electric or acoustic, you know. Yeah. One of the big moments, um, at least I remember in music as a kid in the 80s, was their acoustic version of One of Dinner Live on the on MTV, MTV Music Awards. Uh, music Awards. Yep. And he he had that big double neck acoustic there. And I don't know, I was just always fascinated that, oh, wow, you can go down or up and you got it tuned differently. <laughs> and that really uh, never struck me until I, you know, tried to start playing. I was like, wow, how cool is that? Anyway. Yeah. Now, speaking of lay your hands on me, there are a couple alternate versions that caught my attention. The first is an acoustic version that's on the 2013 album, This Left Feels Right which is kind of like new ballads put together of their hits. So they they kind of bring it down. Most of it's acoustic with some of their big hits, and they did this one. It's It's got a real kind of country feel almost. Yeah. But uh, the other one, which I couldn't believe happened, was a Dolly Parton gospel cover of this song <laughs> for her 2014 album, Blue Smoke. Uh, she told Entertainment Weekly in an interview, quote, I always loved the song, but the first time I heard it, because I grew up in a Pentecostal church where people believe in healing hands and laying your hands on someone, I just thought, wow, that would make a fantastic gospel song. <laughs> so she said John wrote a really nice note that he loved the way it turned out. So, unquote. Uh, she I mean, does. I, I went out and listened to it. She changes the lyrics, you know, to make it more sure, gospel. Yeah. But it's. It's crazy. I, I had I mean, no idea that existed. She can't do anything wrong. I'm, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm sure. It's it's, I'm sure it's good because it's Dolly Parton. It's true. Let's get personal. All right. So my first experience with Bon Jovi was my friend Scott, who lived next door to me growing up. He'd often, and I'm putting in quotes here, borrow tapes <laughs> from his brother, <laughs> and we would play them in his room. Uh, and I remember listening to "Slippery When Wet." And really enjoying it. And then, of course, you know, hearing the songs on the radio. Right. Uh, later in the 80s, I think I've mentioned before, too, that my baseball coach, my Little League baseball coach, was a surprising influence in my uh, yes. my musical taste. Uh, you know, he was, he was a large African-American man. He would roll into practice in his white Chevy S10 blazer with <laughs> New Jersey just cranked to the max nice and i remember hearing the song one day and we were all kind of huddled around his blazer and he's playing air guitar on the steering wheel and everything and uh, i mean so influential you know your coach anyway yeah somebody you look up to all and right. then yeah you want to it was you know he broke all the stereotypes that i had at that point <laughs> with music and just hearing him jam out to Bon Jovi is something that would be just etched in my brain to this day. So uh, those two albums, Slippery and Wet and New Jersey, are the ones I mainly go to. Plus, there's a few songs from Keep the Faith that I really like from their, uh, that was 92 when that one came out. Right. Uh, those are the ones that I, you know, typically go to when I need a Bon Jovi fix. But let's hear uh, your side with uh, your experience with Bon Jovi. Uh, I've been listening to Bon Jovi since that first, uh, that first album. Um, I really started listening to him when 7800 Degrees Fahrenheit came out. And, mm -hmm. Uh, 
slippery when wet but i really get i mean what they're for me their best album is this one is new jersey yeah and i saw them twice on this tour and uh, it was just that's just such a i mean i don't think there's a bad song on that album um no no i, I, I was I actually I gonna say that later <laughs> i can't oh sorry <laughs> no it's fine no there's not a bad song on i it. can't think of one that's that's on that on that album um so yeah it's just a great album and I've, i mean i've always been a uh, a huge fan of Bon Jovi, especially um, so my senior year of high school uh, the band I was in we played at the talent show and the guy that was um, my guitar teacher at the time he had a talk box <laughs> and he taught me how to play it taught me how to use it and so we were the last act on the bill of the talent show and then we were supposed to play something as the crowd was walking out and mm-hmm. so we worked up uh, living on a prayer <laughs> and started it. And as soon as I started playing that, that, uh, you know, that talk box licks, a talk box lick at the beginning uh-huh. of the song, the, the crowd quit leaving the, the auditorium. <laughs> they, just, nice. they stopped and listened to the song. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I've, I've been a huge fan of Bon Jovi since the beginning and of Richie Sambora. That, like, like I just said a few minutes ago, that first solo album of his is is just ridiculous. He can play the blues like nobody's business and he can sing like nobody's business. Oh yeah. I think, I mean, in my book, he's a better singer than John. Oh gosh. Yeah. See, we're, we're thinking about the same things here Yeah, and you know, we haven't gotten to the song yet, but his harmony to John is, is so good. And I, I really need to go out and listen to some of his solo work and just hear him sing. But yeah, he compliments John so well. And John, you know, he's kind of one of those singers that is just kind of up there in that range. He, he doesn't have a wide range. He can either, you know, do it kind of softly, his voice, but he's yeah. always kind of up there. And after listening to a, like New Jersey the whole way through, my ears are just blown out by John. <laughs> uh, but there's some songs that, oh, they just work. The, the ballads really work so good together yeah uh, i'll be uh i'll be here for you oh yeah i mean that's it's just crazy the way that they go back and forth and you yeah. can hear it in like one and dead or alive and some of those yeah, other i mean you know he's doing that john's a good singer and he's a great front man but richie can i mean he he can sing like nobody's business the breakdown all right so i picked this solo because it's one of the longer ones in their singles uh, there's just a great pre-solo, I'll call it, with that three-beat rhythm where they're like, dun, 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 and then he just goes for it. He plays those awesome little licks. Yeah. And then you get the solo that just kind of blares your ears out. And some great techniques. He jumps from the top to the bottom. Uh, and, you know, at, the, at a lower tone, too, I guess, going from the top neck to the bottom neck, He's got it tuned differently, so you can hear it kind of at the end when he drops down. It's the tone of the guitar is a little bit lower as they go back into the like pre-chorus verse. Yeah. So, oh, it's just so great. You know, a lot of people when you when I go to like arenas, you're you're hearing "Living on a Prayer" and they'll put it up on the screen to you know give you your air, best air guitar i don't think that's the best song to do the air guitar to because <laughs> it's so short 
And I mean, you get, I mean, it's a, it's an awesome song. I'm not trying to diss the song, but there's so many more, I think Bon Jovi songs that are, uh, that give you longer and just more powerful solos that I'll put in the, uh, the bonus songs, but man, the solo is just really great. He, he's, he never gets mentioned when people start talking about great guitar players from the eighties, he never gets mentioned. You know, people mm-hmm. always go to, uh, you know, Eddie and and Zach Wild or, you know, all the all the big names that everybody talks about. And they never mention yeah. Matthew Sambora, but he's a really good guitar player. He's he not is, he's not like he's not overly technical, but he's tricky. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but he has a lot of tricks that he that he puts into his solos, like his whammy bar and all of his pinch harmonics. Mm-hmm. He just does a lot of stuff, but he's, but he's, I mean, he's a really good guitar player. He doesn't get enough credit for that part of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this so, and so like one of the, one of the, sh- one of the two shows I saw for this tour, we, one of them was, well, they were both, um, general admission. So, you know, you had to get in the doors and run as fast as you could <laughs> to get as close as you could. Right. And one of the shows we were on the second row and we were standing in, on his side of the stage watching him play. And he was just, I mean, you know, watching somebody play live is a lot different than just listening to them on a on an album. That's right. Because That's right. because they've been sitting in a studio and they've had seventeen takes of the same you know solo and they can get it yeah. right. He was still playing all that stuff live in concert. He was still pulling it off. Mm-hmm. Was, you know, he was he was he was impressive. So uh, yeah, this is this is one of my this this was one of my favorite shows in concert, and then this is one of my I mean favorite songs in concert. This is one of my favorite songs on the album. Oh yeah, it it it's hard. There's a couple Bon Jovi songs that kind of I'll switch in and out as my favorite all time, but this yeah. is definitely up there. There's so much I love about the song outside of the the guitar solo, how it fades in. I mean, yeah. well, this is the opening track, but to get a song that fades in, you get that awesome like drum pattern. Yeah, I went back and was look watching some live performances on YouTube. I think yeah. there's one from the early '90s that's just awesome and they keep that going and it's actually i think it's like a uh a backing track yeah the it's, not, drum it's pack. not it's it's a yeah it's a a track but then playing. when um but they all start playing over it yeah well yeah. when the the drummer's name just tico left me tico, tico yes um when tico comes in and he starts matching that pattern and then they drop the the backing track it's yeah. it's is good it's really good but uh, yeah. The guitar licks and you know all the effects that's going back and forth between the speakers too at the beginning yeah. of the song is so good. And then organ man, we get the organ. Oh, I love it with this song. Yeah, uh, you get that main riff during the verse. It's just killer. You know how he just starts right into it, and the lead guitar and the organ kind of play off each other there during the song. You can yeah. hear it most in the pre-course where you know the satisfaction is guaranteed part and you can hear the organ in the if you really listen hear the organ in the in richie going back and forth but the the crowd kind of backing vocals almost sounds like a choir at some point that's the best part of that right there is how i mean how big those backing vocals sound it just sounds like a a gang behind them singing that singing that and then after you're getting your ears blown out, you get that cold, <laughs> cold ending with just John's vocals. 
And then if yeah. you don't hear the opening bars to Bad Medicine, you, you, you're doing it wrong, you know, when he finishes. Because <laughs> that's what goes through my mind. You know, you're ready to go right into Bad Medicine. After that's amazing. The last song. But... <laughs> I love it. Oh, love the song, man. Love it. Love, yeah, I agree. So, uh, man, Lay Your Hands On Me comes in at number 20 on our top 25 guitar solos of the 80s. It's weird, man. Like, <laughs> I know we've already set the list, but there's some of these I keep hearing. I'm like, man, that should be higher. Man, yeah, I thought higher. the same thing, too. You know? yeah. <laughs> but we're just going to leave it the way it is. We got it set. So, yeah. Uh, Richie Sambor comes in at number 20. Some bonus songs for this episode. There's one I nearly picked uh, over this that just screams 80s to me. Uh-oh, what is it? That's that's Raise Your Hands from Slippery When Wet. Oh. I would have put it in our season one list if it didn't include, if we didn't include the rule that it had to be released on an official soundtrack because Spaceballs never got a soundtrack. <laughs> and every time that. I hear, every time I hear Raise oh Your Hands, God. I think of Barf. The first time we, you know, see him in the Winnebago, yeah. he's there with that, uh, box of milk bone dog biscuits under his arm just munching and <laughs> he's jamming out and then you you hear a lone star calling him he's like oh always when i'm eating oh my you know? gosh i can't remember i can't believe that I'm i totally love that song so much and <laughs> having that tie in just mm, i just uh it, the, the guitar solo on that is really really good too so not to take anything away from that because i love space balls but uh <laughs> We will. We're going to jump back to New Jersey too, because "Born to Be My Baby" has another great solo that's even yes. longer than "Lay Your Hands on Me." Just tasty. I mean, I don't think he does tapping much. It sounds like a, maybe there's a little bit of tapping in this, but um, oh man, it's just so great the uh, the solo in "Born to Be My Baby." So those are the two uh, bonus songs, and. Uh, You'll hear them both in their entirety if you've got Spotify Premium, like we always say. Um, if you don't have Spotify Premium, you'll hear just a little bit. That'll make you want to go to our show notes and click those Song Whip links that we got there for you so you can go out and listen in your favorite music app. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a rating. That You're probably a subscriber at this point, but if you're not, obviously subscribe. But please leave us a rating, too. You can do that in Spotify you can do it in Apple Music. There's a lot of other apps now. Just click that star rating. It helps us get up the charts. Mm -hmm. And then uh, if you want to support us, get your name in the show notes. Patreon.com forward slash the Retro Network is our home base. Find us on X. You know, I just thought if you combine the two, it would be Twix. Twix. <laughs> Go find us on Twix. Oh, Twix. Uh, at Greatest Lists. <laughs> Uh, YouTube, Greatest Lists, that's where you can find Eric's 100 Albums 100 Days. That's almost finishing up. My big ugly mug. <laughs> some, yeah, man, it's still fun to watch and hear your reaction to all these. <laughs> and, and Discover Ones, there's some that I'm like, okay, I got to put that on the list. I got to get yeah, listen to that. Now. That's the best part of it. So, and then you can also find us, GreatestListPodcast.com. Eric will be back for the hosting duties on the next show, our number 19 pick. Get ready for a trip to the zoo, man. That's right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Greatest Lists, and we look forward to continuing our list of the top 25 guitar solos of the 80s on the next episode.
You've been listening to The Greatest Lists.